Welcome to Geek Speak with the Geek of GetNet. I'm Greg Folks. This is episode 4, and today is April 10th, 2022. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to get your devices to play nicely together. Hey, I'd like to thank you for tuning in today's episode and remind you that you can support the show by subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a review wherever you're listening to the show, mainly on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. That would help the show greatly. So thank you again for listening and enjoy the show. Now let's get into today's topic. We go out and buy the latest tech to improve our lives, but most of it works better when they all interact with each other. Today we talk about how to connect all your devices together. How to get your devices to play nicely together. Home networking help. Why can't we all just get along? You've probably thought about that before, but the sentiment is also one that goes through our heads. When we're trying to set up home networking, when cables and passwords abound, we can't help but wish it was easier to get all our devices to play nicely together. Here's help. Desktop computers. Laptops, tablets, networking printers, routers, modems, smartphones, smart speakers, media players, gaming systems. Homes today have many, if not all of these. Each has all sorts of features, and they'd be even more useful if they connected to one another. If only it wasn't so challenging to get all of our devices to relay information between each other reliably. Home networking can bring so many benefits you might enjoy. Accessing emails on all of your devices, wherever you are. Surfing the web, using your voice. Being able to share files, photos, and other media with any other network device. Viewing a baby photo album from your computer on your smart TV during a Sweet 16 birthday party. Printing from your smartphone or other devices. Even when not connected to the device via cable. Using AirPrint or other cloud print services. Backing up all your computers in the house to a centralized location via the network. Securing your activity on all devices at home with a protected Wi-Fi network. Yep, all that sounds pretty great, but we're right back where we started. How do we get all our devices to do all that? What your home network needs. First, 
take a moment to imagine connecting all the computers and all the smart devices in your home via cables. Ah! As if you want more cables snaking around your home. You don't want to feel as if you're rooming with Medusa. So you'll probably be looking into a wireless home network to connect your devices to the internet and to each other. That means setting up a modem and a router. We're assuming you already have an internet service provider. The modem is what connects your network to the internet. The router connects your devices to each other and to the internet through your modem. The router communicates the wireless signal between your devices and the modem. A gateway option combines the modem and the router to function in one device. If your home is spread out over several floors or square feet, or you have to deal with thick walls, you might have difficulties at home with Wi-Fi did spots. Great. You've made all this effort and it's still not working. Well, you could try a mesh network instead of making one device do all the signaling. A primary router and many smaller satellites or nodes relay the signal with equal power. Next, was securing your home network. When you get your devices connected, you'll want to secure your home network. Taking these simple steps helps protect your personal information and prevent cyber attacks. First, change the default passwords on your modem and router and choose something more complex than one, two, three, four, five, six, or password, or let me in already. You'll also want to set up a guest network if the router supports it. This allows visitors and guests to access the Wi-Fi without you having to share access to your main network. Also, you'll want to rename your Wi-Fi network so that it isn't obvious that it's your house. For example, if you live at 920 Hassle Place, you wouldn't want to name it 920 Hassle. Or if you're the Wilsons, don't name it the Wilson Network. Don't make it easy for someone trying to target you to identify which network they are trying to hack. You like you using all your devices, but getting them all networked seems like a headache. Still, once you have a home network set up, you'll wonder why you waited so long. Don't put it off. The convenience of having a home network is so much better. If you need any help or have any questions about home networking, send a question in and I'll answer it in a future episode. Hard drive failure is no joke. You need a backup plan. Carbonite. 
offered by GAFNET is a set-it-and-forget-it solution to backing up your important files. You'll never have to worry about losing any of your pictures, documents, or other important files due to a computer crash, malicious attack, or any other act that would otherwise leave you with a wiped hard drive and no backup. Ask yourself one question. What would you lose if your computer crashed tomorrow? If you had Carbonite, the answer would be nothing. Can you really afford not to back up your computer? Get Carbonite today for $71.99 a year. I'll even install and configure it for you at no additional cost. Call 217-960-4335 today to get protected. These are some of the tips I've shared throughout the week. If you follow me on my social media accounts, you can find more tech tips and other security-related information that you may need to know about. Tip number one. Everybody needs or wants to take a screenshot once in a while, but here's a quick and easy way to do it. Hit the shift windows key S keyboard combo and you have your choice of shooting the full screen, a rectangular selection, a freehand selection, or an individual program window. An alternative way to invoke the snip and sketch is via the action center's screen snip button. Tip number two, improve your internet speed. When your internet slows down, you go through the mental checklist. Is it the router, the modem, the computer itself? If you are using your internet provider's DNS servers, that could be the issue. By changing this setting, you can drastically improve your internet. Just search Google for Google DNS and follow the instructions to change your DNS servers. Finally, the last tip for this week is go back in time. Are you looking for something you were working on days ago? Just press the Windows key plus tab that will open a timeline of your recent activities in Windows. And that's this week's tips that you can use. If you have any questions for the Geek of GeekUpGethNet, send them in and I'll answer them in the next episode. You can call 575-415-4734. That's 575-415-GREG. Or email the show at contact at thegeekyouseek.com to submit your questions. Not only do you need a good backup plan for your computer, but you also need security on your computer. Malwarebytes 
is a cybersecurity protection against all threats. Crush the threats. Destroy ransomware, spyware, adware, viruses, and other malware. Malwarebytes has been protecting computers for almost two decades, and I trust and recommend them over the other guys because they do one thing and they do it good. It won't slow down your computer or drain your resources when it runs. It doesn't try to offer you 50 different services in one program like the others do. It just protects. Get tricked into going to a bad website. Malwarebytes blocks the site. An advertisement on a safe site has a malicious code. It blocks it. Downloading something, Malwarebytes will make sure it's safe before it gets on your computer. It does everything you need it to do without the fluff. I don't recommend or offer anything that I don't trust or use myself, and I've been using Malwarebytes for 16 years with no regrets. Get Malwarebytes for only $39.99 a year, much more affordable than the other guys. I'll even install it for you and configure it so you you get the automatic scanning protection. Call 217-960. Four three three five. Mention this podcast and get a nine dollar ninety nine cent discount. Thoughts and opinions. In my segment, thoughts and opinions. I'll share my, well, thoughts and opinions on various topics that deal in the tech space or somehow related to it, or that may be worthy for you to know. I'm no stranger to being vocal about my opinions, and I've always said I'm quite popular for my unpopular opinions. But when it comes down to knowing about the tech space and what is good and not good. What is safe and what isn't safe? My word is golden. If you hear it here, you can trust that it's a valid and reasonable and logical opinion, and it's based off real-world, hands-on, fact-based experience. Because before I share any thoughts and opinions, they are well vetted and researched, and not just solely based on personal opinion. What I say, or any advice given, is my professional advice based on my years of experience. That's how you know you can trust what I say. So, with that said, if you have any questions or doubts or concerns about any site or service or app that you'd like my opinion on. Like if it's safe to use, or if it's good to use, or if there could be something better to use in its place, please send me a message, and I'll cover it in a future episode. This week, let's talk about Amazon Sidewalk. What is Amazon Sidewalk? Amazon Sidewalk. Is a low bandwidth, long-range wireless communication protocol developed by Amazon.
That's the technical definition of sidewalk. Basically, it's a shared network that helps devices like Amazon Echo devices, ring security cams, outdoor lights, motion sensors, tire trackers, etc. work if your internet service goes out. If your neighbors have Amazon devices, they will power your devices while you're offline. Excuse me. So now, when this was first announced in 2019, I had a severe problem with Amazon's sidewalk. And I'll go into that in more detail, but this is a quote from uh, the director of Amazon Sidewalk. The long-term vision of Sidewalk is to drive a proliferation of smart and connected things. Stefano Landi, director of Amazon Sidewalk, said in an interview with Verge, Today, connectivity is the biggest challenge for devices. Cellular connectivity is too expensive, and Wi-Fi and LoRaWAN are, connect- are limited in coverage, says Landy. To help the overall ecosystem, an open network like Sidewalk that's available everywhere was needed. End quote. Now, like I said, when Amazon Sidewalk was first announced, there were immediate red flags. And I took to social media, you know, and my blogs and shared my opinion, you know, on the matter at hand. Uh, And then when, again, when it went live in June 2021, uh, basically between the security implications and the implementation, the lack of testing of the new Amazon Wi-Fi protocol and the use of customers' own network to power Amazon's new shared network. It was all quite shady. So I'm going to share my thoughts and opinions on Amazon Sidewalk today and what it's like going into year two of its network of shared devices. Now, as for the security implications, this is what Amazon said, quote, preserving customer privacy and security is a foundational, is foundational to the design of Amazon products and services, products and services, and Amazon Sidewalk provides multiple layers of privacy and security to secure data traveling on the network and to keep customers safe and in control. 
As such, it has implemented technologies such as data minimization, encryption, and trusted device identities to keep Amazon Sidewalk users secure. End quote. Okay. So, in contrast to that, Ita uh, Moore, cybersecurity researcher and director of security strategy at Cato Network, tells CSO, and CSO is a company that provides news analysis and research on security and risk management. The threat sidewalk poses, quote, the threat sidewalk poses from a security standpoint is the inherent lack of visibility IT has into the data stream. Sidewalk is too new as of the date of release, which was last year, Sidewalk is too new to know what vulnerable vulnerabilities might exist. And chief information security officers and their teams will find it hard to mitigate those risks because anything happening in the Sidewalk tunnel would be invisible to IT. End quote. So basically what they're saying is uh, anybody outside of Amazon, Amazon security team, or the people who developed this new uh, security protocol, this new Wi-Fi network, uh, can't see what's going on inside this new Wi-Fi protocol. So if the security industry outside of Amazon don't know what's going on. They they can't tell you what's wrong with it. And that's the problem. So with this uh, new Wi-Fi protocol, it's completely new. It's, uh, it's had no testing. It's had no uh, history behind it. Amazon just said, hey, we got a new Wi-Fi and we're just going to launch it. Uh, it's dangerous and irresponsible of Amazon to release it to the public untested and let their uh, customers be the guinea pigs. As for the implementation, Amazon basically wanted Sidewalk out and active. And since it's new, they knew it wouldn't be easily adopted. So they made the service an opt-out service instead of opt-in. That means that it was automatically enabled by default. The problem with that is nobody knew Sidewalk existed outside of, you know, security personnel or people that, you know, keep in the know of this certain type of thing. But the majority of the people had no idea, so they were just automatically in the program. And unless you uh, knew about it, uh, you had no idea about this. So you're just out there sharing your 
internet and your service with your neighbors and building Amazon's uh, network without no knowledge. It should have been a opt-in to where you chose to be in this program. They are building this network on the back of their customers without their permission. That's a huge red flag for any new uh, program. Now, the original idea and concept is good. It's just how they went about it, which was not so good. Now, almost a year later, I really can't find any new information about it. Uh, it's completely, you know, quiet on the news front. I mean, it's, it's just as quiet out there as when it was first rolled out, which is shady by itself. But I did find an update that does look promising and more better than the residential version of Sidewalk. Hence, come forward Amazon Sidewalk Bridge Pro. It's currently being tested as of January 2022 at Arizona State University Smart Cities Research Program. This is a lot better than the residential version, and it's how Sidewalk should have been released, because it's being operated by choice by businesses, governments, and universities that is willingly providing the networking for these devices. So that's the latest on Sidewalk. And I think if it was initially released this way, it would have been much better. And having it fully tested before launch. Now, if if you're still not aware of Amazon Sidewalk, even a year, almost a year after it's launched, and you're wondering what the heck is this, well, you can sign into your Amazon account or into your uh, uh, Amazon A. I won't say the keyword because it will trigger your device. Sign into your app then tap more, then go into settings, account settings, and then go to Amazon Sidewalk. Once there, uh, uh, there should be a toggle button to turn it off. Now, if you're on a Ring device, it will be similar. Just go into the settings and go into account settings or the option that you have and toggle off sidewalk. Now, my final thoughts on this almost a year later, without any damaging news, I, I suppose that's good, but that doesn't mean it's completely safe either. As with all new technology, there are always bugs and it will have growing pains. And if there is no news, then it just means that Amazon is hiding it from us. Sure, they say it's safe and secure, and they thoroughly tested it. 
and it works perfectly for them, but it wasn't tested by others. It wasn't peer tested. It wasn't poked and prodded and given access to the global security industry. So yeah, you may think it's safe, but as with science, until it is adopted by all, it's adopted by no one. You can't just build a network on the back of your customers without giving them the choice of being part of the network. Having them find out, oh, by the way, you're giving your internet to your neighbor by some other source than you is just bad business. And that's my thoughts on Amazon Sidewalk. If you have any thoughts on Amazon Sidewalk, let me know. Send in your thoughts and we'll have a discussion about it. This week's featured service is Computer Security Review. Get a free computer security review for your computer and get a special discount on our complete security suite for your computer to make sure you're safe and secure online. Malwarebytes protects you from ransomware and other malicious attacks. Carbonite protects your data from loss and theft. Nord VPN protects your privacy online. GapNet will install and configure the entire security suite for you. All you have to do is call 217-960-4335 to get your complete security suite today. that'll do it for this episode of Geek Speak with the Geek of GeekofGefNet. Don't forget to check out the show notes at thegeekuseek.com for the resources or notes mentioned in this episode. Also check out the GeekofGefNet blog at geekofGefNet.com for more articles and tips that you can use. That's G-E-F-N-E-T.com. Geek Speak is a podcast from GeffNet IT Services, located in Mattoon, Illinois. If you need any computer repair, technical support, or mobile device repair, visit GeffNet.com or call 217-960-4335 to book your appointment. Until next time, this is Greg Folks reminding you that I'm your geek.